back to the Suitors Podcast. So in the previous episode, we heard of the concerns that Mata Marwahi had in regard to her son Surujmal and how she wanted the title of Guru to fall into her lineage. So chapter 47 now begins describing how Guru Hargobind, even though he's a formidable warrior, he is still under the control of his beloved devotees. One day, Guru Hargobind was sitting in the congregation with his six who were there experiencing great bliss. Someone had brought news and announced it in the court, saying, The descendants of Guru Amardas, who founded Govindval, where great devotees of the house of Guru Nanak reside, who have illuminated the glory of Guru Nanak greatly, that lineage of Guru Amardas, which has expanded vastly with sons and grandsons and great-grandsons, their sons uh, of Guru Amardas, Mohan and Mohri, they had passed away some time ago, traveling to the afterlife. The great saint, Manohardas, now has joined them as well in the afterlife. Listening to the sad news, Guru Hargobind was struck by grief and said, All of them now have gone into the afterlife, to the realm of Hari, the divine. And just like how normal men would grieve, Guru Hargobind grieved in this way as well. So from his eyes, tears flowed down his face, which he would wipe away with a cloth. He left the main divan, the court, and walked outside. He sat with the other men who were also mourning the death of the great saint, Manohardas. Sitting there amongst everyone, Guru Hargobind remained quiet for some time and went into a deep meditation, samadhi. For about 45 minutes, Guru Hargobind remained like this. His eyes were closed, his body remaining totally still, not moving at all. After those 45 minutes, when Guru Hargobind opened his eyes, he then recited, Vaho, Vaho, great, great was a servant, Manohardas, who attained the highest spiritual position. He then asked everybody around him, By what service or meditation did Manohardas do to reach such a sp- high spiritual state? One Sikh by the name of Kamala, who was from Kashmir, he was also a great Sikh. He would also always remain in the company of Guru Hargobind. He clasped his hands together and replied, saying, O Master, you know everything, but if you want me to narrate the virtues of Manohardas, I will only because you asked. Manohardas would take your father, the young Guru Arjan, into his lap and play with him when Guru Arjan was very young, and he would feed him as well. That is one great service that Manohardas did. But another one was he served Guru Amardas. And on gatherings that would occur on Purnamashi on the full moon, he would prepare all the food with great love. He would make all sorts of food for the congregation and he would personally serve the sons of Guru Amardas with great love and admiration. He would also donate to them new clothes as well. There were countless ways in which he served the Guru. Sometimes he would sit on the rooftop and sing Kirtan. Sometimes he would sit near the well to sing Asadivan in the morning. These were the acts of great devotion and service that Manohardas reaped the rewards from, attaining the highest position of spirituality, which you have seen now. I have narrated this only because you have asked, but this is the way in which he performed great austerities. 
Listening to this, Guru Hargobind then replied, saying, I have never served with my hands the descendants of Guru Amardas. Such great service, by which the highest spiritual stage is reached, I have not performed that service. Since the Thoriks had started their quarrels with us, we have not been able to go there and visit Govindwal. So how should we offer now great service to these descendants of Guru Amardas? It's been such a long time since we've got word from Govindwal, since we've not been able to go there. We've been greatly obstructed because of these battles and confrontations with the Thoriks, which we've been in for such a great period of time. Guru Hargobind then looked at Pai Gardiya, who was also a great saint, and he said to him, You should go to Govindval and tell Anand, the grandson of Guru Amardas, to come to Kiyurathpur Sahib. Take with you a palanquin, a palki. Go have their darshan, their sight in Govindval, and bring him back with you here. When you get there, say to the exalted Anand, Please bless us and remove our obstacles. Give Kartarpur, give Kirtapur your blessed darshan, sight, and uphold your nature of being compassionate. So please hurry and accept our request. So Guru Hargobind had written a Hukumnama as well and gave it to Pai Gurdia to take with him, along with the Palki. And slowly, slowly, Pai Gurdia reached Govanval and met with Anand. He bowed down to the feet of Anand with great love and gave him that letter that Guru Hargobind had written. When Anand read the letter, he was in great bliss and he thought about the game that Guru Hargobind was playing with him. He thought, Guru Hargobind is hiding his glory. He performs duties like everyone else. He carries himself just like a normal man, but he is the creator and destroyer of the entire world. He, whose maya, whose illusion, is beyond comprehension and limitless, which no one has ever found its limit to or end. Now I will go there and receive his darshan, his sight of Guru Hargobind, and in doing so, I'll make my life blessed. So Anand prepared for the trip and took with him many people from Govindwal. Bhagariya had Anand sit on the palki and they set off for Kirithpur. When they were not too far from the city of Kirithpur, Guru Hargobind received this news that Anand and Paigurya were close, so he set off to meet them on the way. He met them on the way, but he didn't say any, anything to anybody when he met Anand and the others. He quietly stopped one of the Balki bearers, uh, one of the people holding up the Balki, and he grabbed that side and they just continued onward to Kirithpur. In this way, to illuminate the glory of Anand, Guru Hargobind had taken this Balki on his shoulder and walked forward towards Kirithpur. When Anand realized this, that Guru Hargobind was in front of him carrying this Balki, he thought in his mind while seeing the humble qualities of Guru Hargobind that, wow, just like Krishna was the charioteer of Arjun, Guru Hargobind has carried on this ancient tradition of uplifting and glorifying his servants. At that moment, Anand jumped off the palki and met Guru Hargobind with great love. He said, O oh Guru Hargobind, you are deceiving the people of the world with such great glory, you are hiding it from everyone and acting like a normal man. So Anand and Guru Hargobind were speaking with each other along the way as they reached into Kirithpur, where they had set up a beautiful bed for Anand to rest on. 
The servants then attended to him and massaged him while Guru Hargobind spoke soft, sweet words to him. Guru Hargobind said, We've been separated from you for the longest of times. I have such love for you and wanted to meet you. I've not been able to do your service, which I have desired greatly. Since we have left the area of Amritsar, we've not had any rest. We're constantly in constant confrontations with the Turks. But please tell me now, how do you view me? Please bless me with this insight. Listening to this, Anand was in great bliss. He was intoxicated with the love for Guru Hargobind and then said, Guru Nanak took the form of Guru Angad and Guru Angad took the indescribable form of Guru Amardas. Guru Amardas then became the true Guru Guru Ramdas who then became Guru Arjun. You are the sixth form, Guru Hargobind. You are the great form, the light of Parabrahm, the ultimate divine. You've taken form in this illusionary world just as a form of play. You are just playing out and acting out various stories and great deeds. People look at you with doubt, but just like an actor will act out various roles in an extraordinary way and confuse the audience, in the same way you have deluded and confused the world as well. But your servants are just like an actor's helper on the side of the stage who knows the true nature of the, and role of the actor. Your servants, your six, are not deluded in any way. Those servants, six, who you have been graceful towards, they know your true nature and how you act out these various roles. I understand you as being separate from the illusion of the world, Maya. The Maya which has, from you, taken support and power to create the world. You are without any vices and above all qualities of the world totally separate from it. You are in the most subtle of subtle components of the world, but you are also the whole entirety of the world as well. You are all, you are all pervasive, yet you are separate from all. You are the self, the witness, which resides within and watches the entire world. You are the one destroyer, creator, preserver of the world. And in the world that Brahma has created, you are the ocean of wisdom. I do not recognize anyone else but you. If I know anything, it is that you know all. Your fantastical escapades cannot be described in their full, but those who speak and listen to your stories, they will become pure. Listening to the words of Anand, Guru Hargobind then laughed and said, Oh Anand, you will receive Anand, bliss. Your praise will be lit up like the moon on a full moon. Guru Hargobind then told the Sikhs around that they should place all their donations in front of Anand, telling the congregation to worship him, and by doing so, they will receive great bliss. Listening to this, everybody placed their donations in front of Anand. A great heap of donations were soon being stacked up. Then Anand said to Guru Hargobind, all this worship only shines forth when it is done to you. You are the all-powerful in every way and the guru of the world. For me, when I look at all this money, all I see is laziness and comfort. I have never placed my hand on anything of the sort. Guru Hargobind then replied saying, well now, take this and then donate it to someone else. Ananda didn't argue with this and he just called over a local Raja, Man Singh, who was in the court as well. 
He gave all the money and instructed Monsen, Take the money and enjoy it. This money is deserving to you. It's written on your forehead, in your destiny. So go and experience great happiness to all your heart's content. For many days, Anand stayed with Guru Hargobind in Kirtapur. They would talk about all sorts of things in a loving manner. Listening to these discussions, Guru, uh, listening to these discussions, Anand was in great bliss. And after a few days, Anand then bid farewell to Guru Hargobind, who placed Anand on the same palki and sent Anand with Bhagadiya back to Gobindwal. So they traveled slowly, slowly, and they reached Govindwal. And in meeting with the rest of the descendants of Guru Amardas's family, they all praised and sang about Guru Hargobind. So even to this day, that Balki can be seen at Govindwal. And the Sikh congregation goes there to see it and bow down to it, as Guru Hargobind had provided this to Ananda. So this is how chapter 47 concludes. In the next episode, we'll hear how Baba Krababi passes away. So that's what we'll pick up next time. But we'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalachan Patreon page.